Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Not too bad. Yeah. You said uh, football weather? It's football weather. So tomorrow. I, I Especially was, tomorrow, yes. I was in Wisconsin and uh, this week at a buying show. And I was proud to wear my lion shirt. I would have even if they were 0-18. And, and, oh, man, those Green Bayers were just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some Kansas Cityers were coming out of their booths going, hey. <laughs> I said, well... You know what? I uh, we didn't we not only beat Kansas City, we beat we beat the media, so yeah. that's good. Well, so. did, did you hear? Did you hear what happened in Milwaukee? There was a bar that uh, set it up to where they would pay everyone's bar tab if Aaron Rodgers played uh, played for the Jets and lost. <laughs> so when he got taken out of the game, the entire bar went nuts, thinking. We're going to drink for free. Guess what happened? No, Jets won in overtime. Oh. So, and, of course, they can't run that promotion anymore because Aaron's out for the year, oh. which breaks my heart. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that he got hurt. I, I am, too. You know, yeah. as a human, that, that, that is yeah, not. Yeah, I don't want that at all. So, But as far as as far as far the Packers, or not the Packers, the Jets, <laughs> just Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him. I don't like him. Anyway, I like Andy, so let's. Hey, good morning, everybody. And <laughs> we, we like football. We love baseball. Uh, and we actually love gardening. So just uh, um, maybe grab that cup of coffee here real quick. I have mine. And um, have a seat. And uh, we just want to say uh, good morning to uh, John and Roxy that's listening in this morning and uh, all the other gardening friends. So, um, so good morning. At the end of the day. When you pull in to your house, where you park your car, do you like where you live? What's on your list of change, maybe, when you pull in? Is it the color of the house? Is it the landscaping? Is it maybe the pool or the old pool or the lack of a pool? <laughs> the lack. <laughs> Is it a back patio that needs to be redone the overgrown evergreens is it the old kitchen or the tired bedrooms is it the curb appeal or the lack of curb appeal you know somewhere some areas you kind of just sick of the entryway to the house does it have appeal does it want to make you come to the front door you know, all of these things and more we ask as a designer or a homeowner as we look at our home. Is this what I want? Yet there is always something in the property, in the house, in the barns, in the porch that says this house can become a home. Every house we have owned has had great characters, but as the years go on, you grow into your house, and you sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, overgrow the house. Is it time to renovate? Time to remove? Time to prune? Time to split and separate? Time to add? Time for a plan? Time for a plan of attack? I have been my own general contractor, I'll say, at our home for many years years 
actually at three homes, fixing and maintaining everything I possibly could. Then calling in for what we'll call, Jim, reinforcements, like the furnace man that I'm not going to mess with. The electrician, I'm not good with 220. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't like getting shocked. The propane and the gas guy that really I don't want to, you know, or the well guy that drills the well. Those are things that I can't handle. But then as a homeowner, you actually learn to make repairs, do the upgrades, do the re-landscape, the remodels, the redos yourself. That's how you become the painter, the plumber, the gardener, the roofer, the landscaper, the carpenter, the mason, and so on. The items that you felt you could tackle. It's actually called, we know it, sweat equity. Doesn't it feel good when completing a project just to sit back and say, I did it myself. Sometimes our projects get quite large. Sometimes those uh, um, projects, you end up being all those um, separate entities from the landscaper, the plumber, the carpenter, the gardener, the electrician. Um, So some of that we need to work on before the snow flies. So just a few things on our honeydew list today. Do you know, again, we've talked many times that September is the best time of the year to reseed to overseed, or to sod a lawn. Soil temperatures are warm, days are cooler, and the fall rains have begun. Yes, it's dry. I did water my hydrangeas this morning. But cooler mornings and damp mornings will allow that grass seed to come up real fast. Mm -hmm. Today might be a good day to plant that grass seed. Tomorrow is going to be a wet There you go. So something that you could get down today and start germinating tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. House plants. Now we have house plants out on our porch, but pretty soon, um, bringing house plants back inside. Usually, um, before the furnace is turned on, is kind of a good way, I say. Or you start shutting the windows at night. During September, the temperature inside and outside the house is very similar. The transition is easier. Before the plants come inside, check for those <clears throat> uninvited guests. If plants have received systemic granulars all summer, there shouldn't be a problem. But check anyways. If not, apply some uh, fertilome systemic insect granulars around each one of the plant and soak them in. One of the favorite spots for pests is on the underside of the leaves near the top of the plant. If necessary, spray with an insecticide like triple action and wait a few days and check again. Bring the plants once inside the pests, the pests are gone. And again, making sure that you are uh, getting those bug-free so you don't bring all that trouble inside. Perennials. Hmm. The question, to cut down or not to cut down? The answer depends on interesting seed pods that have developed on the perennials and how much you like your tidy garden. Many perennials develop an attractive seed pod that are food sources for many birds and other wild animals. <clears throat> like pokeweed we heard about this morning. Yeah. Uh, I told Gary, um, we have pokeweed um, that I can't seem to kill 
It's as large as our Sergeant Crab. I bet it's 12 to 15 feet across, and it, again, lays at least 1,000 seeds plus. So when I dig it down not one, two, or three feet, you always end up snapping the root off, and those that know pokeberry know what I mean. So uh, those seed pods are good, but a lot of times those seed pods then are traveled through your yard and dropped where you don't want. These pods, sometimes left on, give some interesting look uh, for us as winter or winterscaping. Mulch the perennial beds in late October to minimize the heaving of roots during a freeze and thaw cycle during the winter. Add some fall color to spruce up the beds. Mums are a great, as well as asters and anemone. Perennials planted in the fall get a much larger root system and yield larger plants Hmm. next spring. Roses. Now, I have roses. They're doing great. But really, really pretty soon, we got to think about uh, roses kind of need to be cease on pruning, deadheading, and fertilizing in early September. We usually say to stop feeding the last of August. You want to encourage fall growth to start slowing down. In the fall, the plant actually needs to go dormant. What I like to say right now is clean up the leaves around the plant to help to control the black spot and powdery mildew that overwinters in the soil. Like this morning, I said, a very dewy morning, a lot of that inner growth of that rose can't dry out, and that's how the black spot harbors overwinter. Heavy pruning of roses needs to wait till spring, and do not mulch your roses till late October or early November. Yes, they're green-wooded plants, but early mulch, what I like to say, Jim, you're creating a great little hotel or motel for all your rodents. Shrews, voles, mice, they love early mulch, and so you've created a nice little spot where they can harbor. Nice green wood roses that then go inside. Hey, the buffet's inside. Come on in, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So don't mulch until you get many frosts. The roses can take it. So just a few ideas. And um, when we come back, maybe we have water gardening that also needs a little TLC. And I want to dig into... Dig bulbs. into. <laughs> so the bulbs are here from the Netherlands. So they they arrived this week and uh, along with our garlic. Oh, okay. There you go. Questions for Andy Waddell on Over the Garden Fence. 382-4280-877-382-4280. Or you can text your question into 80373. Over the Garden Fence continues next on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Waddell's, your all-season garden center, has fresh shipments of colorful plants just waiting to brighten your outdoor living area. It's time to plant pansies for color that lasts now through next June. Get a six-pack of pansy plants in your choice of many gorgeous colors for just $2.89. For interesting texture and color for both planters and gardens, get ornamental cabbage and kale plants. Check out the extra-hardy mums that come in several bright colors and look great in gardens and patio containers. Now is also the time to plant German bearded iris for beautiful orchid-like blooms next spring. Choose from 12 colors of iris for just $7.99. Another great choice for fall planting are sedum plants, which come in your choice of more than a dozen varieties that you'll enjoy year after year. As always, Waddell's experts will be happy to help you pick the right plants for sunny, shady, or other challenging spots in your landscape. 
Enjoy your gardens to the fullest with beautiful quality plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Local news is like the most important stuff to me. You know what's going on in your local community. Kalamazoo's official online local news source is WKZO.com. Where it is 58 and sunny in Kalamazoo over the garden fence. Now that this is perfect weather. Take your radio, go outside, mm-hmm. and Andy's going to tell you what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Today's going to be, uh, like you said, a beautiful gardening day. Tomorrow you get the gardening done, it'll all get watered in tomorrow. Yeah, so. and, and besides, you'll be inside watching football. There you go. <laughs> My lines are on, so. Yeah, yeah our lines. Sorry, everybody. No, so. <laughs> you, there, you know, there is an argument going on because I talk about the Cubs that way. I always say us and we when talking about <laughs> yep. the Cubs. Yep. Yeah, and, and people online are like, they're not your team. I say, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just got uh, Detroit Lion tennis shoes for the game the other night. So. Really? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, we're, we're fans. Go. There you go. So right. uh, um, we also, in our household, we have a, a, a food group that we uh, sometimes use on a daily, sometimes all three meals, and that's garlic. Oh, I love garlic. Okay. Garlic seems to be everybody's um you know, it's, you you put it on almost everything now, uh, whether it be uh, cooking potatoes or cooking meat or um, lunch, breakfast, or dinner. I so. don't recommend putting them on your uh, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or whatever, but <laughs> unless you like it that yeah. way. But I did have it in a breakfast burrito, which is oh, really oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So right now we have soft neck garlic, and soft neck garlic does produce and store very well, making ideal for mass production. The heads will last 9 to 12 months under ideal conditions. Soft neck have many cloves to each head, not just a single row like the hard neck varieties do. Some cloves are large white while others are small, and they don't develop a flowering stalk called a scape. So their stems stay soft and flexible, making them excellent to create braids of garlic. And that's usually probably what you buy at a farmer's market when they're all braided together. So some of that is when planting, I recommend um, trying to keep the husk on the garlic itself, splitting the head up and separating the cloves. They recommend six inches apart and three inches deep. They like good drainage. Um, They don't like heavy uh, um, irrigated or clay ground. They love bulb tone once they're put in. That would be a great food to get those plants going. And then they highly recommend two to four inches of straw mulch or shredded leaves. Preferably the mulch has, uh, uh, the uh, straw has less uh, weed seed to it. It'll actually suppress the weed growth, but it'll conserve the moisture. You can also top dress then on top of the straw, that bulb tone that will surely help when um, the garlic starts growing. And then they say, come July... When the plants have turned about 50% yellow, and again, you guys, I'm starting to learn too. I love garlic, but we put some in, and I don't know if I got the whole season gym down packed. And then by the time it was too late, they went dormant. You didn't know where they were. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, they shot huge piece, um, br- 
um, cloves of garlic was coming up, big uh, plants of them, and uh, we picked them up, and they it was too big. The plant had grown, so then we split them back up, and we're, we'll see what comes up this fall. Oh, okay. So sometimes, then when you are seeing 50% yellow, take the garlic heads and hang them upside down in a cool, well-ventilated area for two weeks. Wooden laundry racks are very nice and helpful for this task. Then cut off the stalks or twist them together. I've seen them braided many times. We have purchased them um, that way and then can be used during the um, the next nine months. If it's stored, they say, somewhere in a cool, dry place. Not everybody has a, um, a f- like a food pantry in the basement or a, a fruit cellar anymore. <laughs> so, But that is a, a little to do on garlic that is here at the store now. Hmm. Now, um, I also seen uh, at Waddell's this huge sea of color. And in our annual and perennial greenhouse is a great selection of chrysanthemums. Chrysanthemums are the most widely planted autumn fall color. We have over 15 to 20 varieties that would liven up any garden, deck, porch, or patio. Reds, yellow, orange, pink, white, and bronze of all different colors to show off their autumn bloom. Sweet autumn clematis is just starting to come into bloom. Their sweetly scented white blooms will adorn many trellis and arbors for at least six to eight weeks. Hmm. Sedums are also very tough and are starting to give their fall color. They will grow in the poorest of soils with very little care, making them a favorite of mine. The thick rubbery leaves of green, red, or variegated tones, the sedums offer a needed contrast in many gardens. Autumn Joy is just one variety that have September blooms that not only turn many heads, but also attract a host of butterflies. Earlier, I heard a uh, ad for Waddell's mm-hmm. that was all about pansies. I call pansies comfort plants. Pansy plants fit comfortably in any garden or landscape. They also become the soul because they are tenacious and offer blooms even on a sunny winter day when almost all other flowers are long gone. Plant some pansy plants in mass for a bold, bright appearance in the early spring. Others can be planted on top of tulip or hyacinth plantings, making them a great springtime combination. Some pansies are used as border plantings to highlight path and beds. But the pansies that I enjoy most are used as fillers to cover up otherwise bare areas, especially those that take place of the summer flowers. Hmm. From the time we plant in early September until next summer, pansies' cheery face will greet us every day. September, yes, is pansy planting time. But wait, you can't bear to uproot some of your annuals, um, still like your petunias. The fact is that many annual flowers are nearing their end of their blooming cycle and are going downhill. Pansies need a few weeks of warm soil to root in well, and they will perform best if planted soon. So cheer up, fellow gardeners. Although summer flowers have given a wonderful service to you this summer, it's about time to take them out and put in some shining pansies to work in your garden. What would bloom better than their happy little faces of pansies? Pansies for excellent well-drained soil is required. 
to improve drainage working clay soil conditioner or gypsum. Add a liberal amount of composted cow manure and plant tone for your fertilizer. After the plants are set, approximately one week later, um, soak in the soil with each plant with a fertilome root stimulator. A couple other items, and we can just take a break in a sec, but I will say, if you want to walk down the list of fall flowering items, things like Rosa Sharon, pink and blue asters, Wajilias all blooming again for their second or third time this fall. Seven Suns, Hepacodium, Anemone, Japanese Anemone, and a host of ornamental glass grasses, if I can speak today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's nice to... Um, I just went walking down our four to our four corners yesterday in the nursery, and the plethora of color to the left, to the right, to the front, or to the back of me, um, and it's kind of nice with all those blooms, all the evergreens that start complementing all those different colors. So, oh, okay. um, but there's an item that we need with those items, <clears throat> and if we look at our ad right now, and we'll uh, we'll we'll come back with a break. We have a little um, Waddell's menu that is on our ad right now that I'll I'll talk about. Okay, but I'm going to put you to task first because yeah. I have two texts nice. to get to and we have uh, June standing by on the phone. June, stay right there. We'll get to you in just a moment here. Over the Garden Fence continues next with a plethora of questions for Andy right here on WKZO. The lawn experts at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center want you to know that now is the best time of year to repair your lawn or start a new one. Waddell's is known for its exclusive grass seed blends formulated just for the Kalamazoo area. This week, get Waddell's four most popular grass seed blends on sale. Supreme Blend, which has been the favorite sunny blend for our area for more than 50 years, is now just $8.99 per pound. Jaguar Seed is on sale for only $6.49 per pound. And Waddell's Deluxe Shady, which can do well in a very shaded area, and City Blend for high traffic areas are also on sale. More lawn improvement needs that are on sale this week include gypsum, lime, and easy straw, the straw mulch that helps grass seed germinate that you don't need to remove. And if you're not sure what your lawn needs, Waddell's Lawn Pros are always glad to help. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturdays, 9 to 5, closed Sundays couple of questions regarding roses and garlic sent by text. We'll get to those in just a moment. But June is on the phone and has a question for Andy. Good morning, June. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. June, how are hey. you? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Not bad. Not bad. Can I uh, help you out today? Yeah, listen, I was going to ask you. I mean, I have um, a... Uh, um, four-leaf clover plant mm-hmm. okay and i need to replant it because it's a house plant you bet okay now for me to replant this because you know it's sprouting out real heavily right now yes it is but it needs a bigger uh you know surrounding so do you have to take and put all new potting soil in there you know what, June? What I might do is lift the plant out of the pot. See okay. how much of the old dirt kind of falls away. 
I'm not asking okay. you. It's not going to be like a maple tree that you yank out of the pot and you got to rough and rough and rough those roots up. But you might find some of that older soil kind of falling away from some of those roots. But I would okay. think the four-leaf clover or that oxalis family would love a little clay pot that's probably two to four inches bigger than the existing roots. And then we like the um, the uh, furlome potting soil because it's got enough peat, nutrients, a little mycorrhiza, and make that all take off very good. Fresh soil really makes a plant start to flourish. June, that, that you know, when you take that plant out of that pot, if it's just a cylinder of root, how, how many years do you think it's been in the pot, June? Oh, it's only been like a year. Oh, yeah. So I just got it last last year. There you go. So just putting it in a pot maybe two to three inches bigger than the existing. So if it's in a four-inch pot, maybe go to a six-inch. If it's a six-inch pot, go to an eight-inch. And uh, clay pot I love because, June, clay, when it's too dry, will absorb inside the house. When clay is too wet, it'll perspire. So if you accidentally overwater the four-leaf clover, um, that's what's nice about clay over a plastic pot. So, um, Oh, good to know. Yep, yep. And so for houseplants, you'll see if you put one in plastic, one in clay, guarantee the one in clay will thrive way better. Plastic lies. You can't tell when it's too wet or too dry. I, I've noticed that because mine is starting to really come out, and it's – it's, that's why I want to redo it because it's just not good. Yeah. I can tell. So today, June, you got a project. So fertilone, that potting soil will do you wonders. It is nice. We sell it in small, medium, large bags. You don't need a humongous amount. And then, uh, again, fluff those roots up, set it down in there, get a new clay pot and, uh, Clay pots, usually, I like a little drainage hole, so make sure there's a little saucer so it doesn't ruin, right. the, ruin the furniture. Right. Yeah, this one needs it because I have a tendency to put too much water. <laughs> okay, June, you got a project today. All right, thank you so much, thank and I wrote it down, so I really for, appreciate it. Thanks for listening in. Thank Bye-bye. you, thank you, June. Appreciate it. Three eight two four two eight zero. I have a couple of text questions. Let's hit one now and save one for after the break. Um, you did you say not to fertilize roses because I, it, um, this text says <laughs> I have organic fertilizer. Should I not fertilize now? Correct. I would pass everybody because what you're going to do is you're going to encourage because that food's not going to take place. And organic food is even slower yet. And so you're going to encourage late September, October growth. And that rose needs to start slowing down. Green wooded plants, if you don't watch it, you'll still have roses at Christmas time. And that's not what you want. The plant then winter kills way worse Uh. because it can't drop its leaves because all the new growth is coming on in the fall when it needs to actually be dropping all its growth. So start up four times a season. April, May, June, July, or May, June, July, August, those four months. And then don't fertilize after yep, August. Because that August food will last you plenty into October. Okay, 382-4280, or you can text it in like like uh, this person did to 80373 as we continue with Over the Garden Fence and a question about garlic up next on WKZO. Want to add some color to your life? Flowering bulbs from Waddell's are actually some of the most colorful, fail-proof blooms available. And now is the time to plant bulbs to ensure you have a more colorful spring. All you need to do is dig, drop, and you're done. At Waddell's, you'll enjoy browsing the biggest selection around of spring flowering bulbs. More wonderful spring fragrance get hyacinths. 
a must to start your spring are tulips. Get some of the largest blooming tulips around Waddell's Pride Tulips that come in beautiful pink, yellow, white, or red. Some of the other beauties at Waddell's include large, yellow-flowering King Alfred daffodils, early-blooming snowdrops, and for a treat this fall, try fall-blooming crocus. More bulbs available include double-flowering tulips, fritillaria, and many colors of narcissus. Come browse more than 100 varieties of spring-flowering bulbs at Waddell's. Then just dig, drop, and you're done. Next spring will bring to life how beautiful flowering bulbs really are. From Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. A dreary start to our Saturday with partly to mostly cloudy skies sticking around this afternoon. Temperatures will top off near 73 as winds come from the south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. A cold front begins to pass through West Michigan tonight. This will give the chance for a few light scattered showers. Low temperatures fall to near 55 by Sunday morning. Scattered showers continue for Sunday, especially south of Grand Rapids. It will be cooler with highs in the upper 60s. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. Football weather. <laughs> 57 in sunshine right now at WKZO. Clouds on the way later today. Good time to get outside right now and hit the garden. And I do have a uh, text question to 80373. Can garlic be planted in a pot? Or does it have to go straight into the ground? So that is a yes. It can be planted in the in a pot. What is the no part is the pot should not be allowed to freeze solid. Yes, it would love to freeze. But when a bulb like garlic, tulip daffodil, freezes to a point where it's almost like a potato in the freezer. It's rot. It rotted. So I myself go ahead and plant them in pots and then sink the pot in the ground for the wintertime. That way, you know, if you're planting it, you can enjoy it for a while or take care of it on the back patio or the back porch. But once it gets really cold, I would set that pot down in the ground, put a little straw over it, and that way it overwinters just a little better. Can you start it inside? You could. You okay. could. I okay. Would, okay. What I might say is that it's an outdoor wanting plant. It's mm-hmm. it's warm enough right now that if you start it in the pot outside, it'd be okay. If you put it inside, Jim, it might react a little more to the warm weather and then when you want to bring it outside then it's too much of a shock oh okay yeah see i I, I learned something again. that's right that's (laughs) right well and garlic goes on anything so you know in the fall um well except your frosted flakes that's right (laughs) daniel smashes it up and puts it in the freezer so it's ready to go you know take it out and it's fresh right away so um so we're talking about fall blooming Fall items that flower, ornamental grasses that provide color. So now maybe is a critical time to take a look at your landscape. If all you see is green or spent flowers, liven up your garden and landscape for the most beautiful season of all, which is autumn. Many evergreens um, provide compliments to all our deciduous shrubs, yellows, Greens and blues always highlight um, plants like October Glory, Red Sunset, Red Point Maple, and all of the fall colors. Early in September is usually one of the busiest times of the year for the staff at Waddell's Garden Center. Besides receiving truckload after truckload of blooming mums, pansies, fresh-dug evergreen, autumn lawn supplies, shade trees, we have been eagerly waiting and have received spring blooming flowering bulbs from the Netherlands. Yes, hundreds of cases of tulips, 
daffodils, hyacinths and crocus, and other host of other bulbs are being unpacked and put on display. This year, as usual, our grower from Holland has delivered the best quality and variety available in the Netherlands to Waddell's Garden Center. Among the new varieties of tulips, narcissus, hyacinths, crocus, skillia, allium, which is my new favorite, fritillaria, and many others. Stop in soon and select your spring flowering bulbs. When shopping for spring flowering bulbs at Waddell's, there are two very important uh, companion items to consider. Pick up bulb tone fertilizer to plant with every bulb. Bulb tone has proven to enhance flower quality and health for the years to come on your planting. The other item to look for is a bulb planting auger. <clears throat> Jim, I know we plant around, uh, we plant in the thousands of bulbs at the store each year. Uh -huh. And to do it all with a shovel. <laughs> no, thank you. Is painful. <laughs> so <laughs> we bought our team um, cordless drill and a bulb auger and it, plant it speeds it up tenfold um jackie can make her rows very easy bless her heart and putting in hundreds and hundreds of bulbs in each bed uh allowing uh, a great spring of color coming on well there you go um auger the holes in seconds drop a pinch of bulb tone in each hole add a small amount of soil Add the bulb, then more soil, water in well, and presto, your bulbs are nestled in for a winter's nap and will be ready to stage the most beautiful show on earth next year in your landscape. Okay. Hey, we do have a call, but let's hit our last break. And then, Tammy, stand by. You are up next on WKZO and Over the Garden Fence. To enhance the beauty of your outdoor living area, check out the huge selection of natural stone at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's carries more than 40 varieties of natural stone in bulk so you can get just the amount you need. And this week, all bulk stone is 25% off. A wall built out of natural stone can give your landscape anything from a formal look to a rugged natural appearance. Waddell's carries many sizes and colors and they're all 25% off today through next Wednesday. Also on sale are many flagstone sizes and colors to make beautiful walkways, paths, patios and poolside areas. Choose from bluestone, sandstone, Grand Canyon Rose flagstone and others. Maybe you're looking for that perfect accent rock to add heightened dimension to your garden. Take advantage of the savings at Waddell's Rock Buffet with more than 40 rock and stone choices. Bring your measurements and Waddell's will help you estimate just how much stone you'll need. Located at Texas, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. 940 at WKZO. We have two calls for Over the Garden Fence. Let's get to them as quick as possible. Tammy, good morning and welcome. Hey, Tammy, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. Can I be of help? I, every year we get um, blight in our garden on our tomato plants, mm -hmm. and we also get squash bugs every year. So I'm wondering what's the best way to um, try to prevent them for next year. Like, how do we tidy up our garden? You bet. You bet. So, Tammy, do you by chance, I would like to make sure you don't overwinter those tomato plants in the garden once they're done and spent Try to pull them all out and don't put them on the compost pile. Sometimes blight, black spot, leaf spot will harbor. And I'm just making sure that's number one. On the squash borer, <clears throat> it is not something that overwinters. It is something that has to be controlled. 
a lot of times those insects blow in. Um, there is by far natural remedies. We got a, a vegetable insect control. We have um, triple action. We have a item called spinosad, which is in the neem oil family that would take care of those squash bore, ma'am, or squash. Um, there's a number of items that bore into that squash itself. Okay. Tammy, so, I'm wondering, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, overhead irrigation, please avoid. Try to do we drip. Yep. Yeah, we, we've been trying to like only water, you know, at the bottom of the plant, not, you know, we. It comes from the soil. Doesn't blight come from the soil? It, it depends on the variety. Now, usually mm -hmm. blight blight is a viral. Now, if you have soil that has a viral, maybe that is a test that has to be done with the state of Michigan. It's an easy test that can, can be done. Black spot, leaf spot usually just harbors on a plant, and then if it drops and there's anything that it can catch onto, um, mulch or other leaves in the garden, it will then harbor, and then uh, the spore will take off in the spring when it rains again. So okay. raking out that garden mm -hmm. fully, making sure it's all cleaned up is a, is a key thing. And then I might get that um, rejuvenation with a fall rye. Put in annual rye. You're going to get a high nitrogen base. You're going to over till that in May. If you put it on in October, you'll get a great cover crop that'll encourage better growth out of your plants next year. So you're saying rye, like the grain, like plant An rye in the garden? Annual rye. You put that in oh. in October for a cover crop and then it'll be, it'll be dead in May if you don't. But if you till that over, that cover crop will provide nitrogen and make a far better garden for the springtime. Then would you till that in? You would till that in in the springtime. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. It'll come okay. up in the fall really quick. So all our fields in our farms at Waddell's, we overseed it with uh, with annual rye by the hundreds of pounds. And then our farm manager tills that over and brings that nitrogen level up. So plants just, they love it. So that's oh, okay. that would be my starters. Okay. Uh, another question is we have been putting down... Um, land like landscape fabric that you put down in a flower bed to keep the weeds down. We've been putting that in our garden. Perfect. And then planting the garden is that okay? Because yep. we don't have weed issues. But that is, I will I say, that's helping the other stuff. It is okay because what you're doing is you're avoiding splash. And if you can help it by getting that splash up onto the plants, that's way better. I will say the black tammy is the hot part of the uh, weed barrier. So making sure there's plenty of moisture onto that plant when you're putting weed barrier down that color. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, and thank you, Tammy. Now, Gary's on the phone, but what we're going to do is we'll, we'll take his call off sure. air. So, Gary, stay right there. And uh, Andy will take your call personally. Yeah. And there you go. Well, you know what? We had a, a lot of good callers and listeners, and mm -hmm. everybody is trying to get their fall projects done. Yeah, there you go. Uh, just a reminder. It's you football season. Yeah. <laughs> well, next week's petting zoo at Waddell's. So, um, oh, there you go. You got it from animals to um, all kinds of fun activities. That's next Friday and Saturday. So, thank you, Andy, and thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday at 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road, right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. If you see